Yes. Trombones. It's like 12 members and it's all tubas and drums. Tubas? Okay. <laughs> That's good. Nice. Uh, she's coming and playing the show because she was playing it anyway. Yeah. I believe. Monica Heller. Monica Heller, and she's way into me. Um, naturally. Who isn't? I'm way into me. I'm not. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, oh, I think, didn't the light show up, but I didn't follow him again? <laughs> yes. That sounds accurate. <laughs> oh, that was what happened at the end. Yeah. It was like getting brighter in your face. Yeah. That was where we left you. Baxter was in Lucille's mansion and decided to finally confront his demon master, but after getting through a crowd of people, he was inside the room with Lucille, but also his sister was there. and She shot him in the chest with some sort of quadra crossbow thing, quadrabolt thing. And when I tried to possess Lucille, I ended up becoming possessed, and I jumped into my formerly demonic arm, which happened to be in the room at the time, <laughs> and couldn't figure out what to do, and so I screwed myself over and was caught by my sister, and so now she's taking me out of the room to sew me onto somebody else. But my body That's is right. still that, that is pinned hilarious. by Lucille. Uh, it's not so good. I ran into the ghost of Dr. Luther, and... He agreed to show me to the body of my brother if I went and checked on what was going on at his house where the humor bath was. So I went and the house was all reconstructed and the the guy with a very normal name who we had shown the humor bath to fix it had been doing a good job. And I told Dr. Luther that and he was all pissed off. And I talked him out of killing the guy. So that was a success. Because we want the humor bath to be a thing. And Save it for humanity. For humanity, yeah. All about that humanity. Us ghosts. Um, well, you promised to help kill Mark. Oh, yeah, I did. I said I would do it later. I mean, when we all know do it later means never. <laughs> when the humor bath is finished is what you promised. Yeah. And I think I even said I would tell the truth. I would become human and tell the truth for a second. But, you know, uh, those all might be true. Who's to say? Uh, and I think that's all we did. I don't think I actually got to the body of no. the cofactum. All right. Uh, but we're going to start with Ben. Okay. So you are in the graveyard. So was, was Luther... Um actually showing you to the uh he i was supposed to i don't know if we actually gotten so far as um doing it but it was next on the docket for sure and for All a second right. i thought you meant luther the demon wait do we have two luthers in this game wait we did one's dead now so it doesn't matter i think they're both dead now dead people matter that's true <laughs> dead demons don't have ghosts yet that is a terrifying idea don't give me out any All right, well, so Dr. Luther, not to be confused with Demon Luther, leads you to a pillar. But in order to go near the pillar, you're going to have to go back into the soup of ghosts. Why are the ghosts a soup? Are they all stuck here? Okay, I go in the soup of ghosts. That's not a problem. I'm not afraid. All right. 
it is, it is a little bit loud on kind of a spiritual level. I'm used to loud. Feels a bit blurry. I ignore it. Leads you through the soup to a particular pillar. Gestures at it. So there is a... How did we describe these? There's all these pillars, and the bodies are stored vertically in the pillars, like stacked on top of each other. The really nice ones are in the middle, and they're made of, like, stone. But out in the outskirts, they're simpler. I think this one is... Oh, but wood is rare in that freaking. They were like adobe or something. They're like adobe. I don't remember. Something was adobe. I have no idea what it was, but I remember <laughs> something definitely being adobe. Photoshop. Yeah, it's made of adobe. It's a big cylinder of adobe bricks stacked together in a cylinder. And there are names carved into the side of it but there's also a lot of graffiti carved into the side of it. Okay, I search through the names. Do I see anything that looks familiar? You find a say. Ah, oh, excellent. What All is right, it? Quick, quick what does it say? Uh, quick sanity check. What do we already know about this? Uh, we haven't, we haven't addressed this. Of our, well, I mean, <laughs> naturally, but um, outside of that. We know that I have a brother who died when I was young. Do we know more than that? That's all I remember. I don't know if we know a lot more than that. Moxilar, hold on. Moxiliar, say. Moxiliar. What's the date? How many years ago? Uh, how old are you? I'm 40. 38 years ago. Okay, I float inside the tomb, the grave. You are at first overwhelmed with darkness. You seem to have just passed into a solid object. For a moment, it's like, oh, well, that was useless. You can't see anything or anything. You're just in some mud. But then you realize there is a tunnel in front of you. A round tunnel with adobe walls that extends forward a long way. I go down it. As you go down the tunnel, you see pale light shining into it from up ahead. And you hear a sound that is almost like singing, but it's sort of, if you took a person singing a song and you threw the song at the wall so that it smashed into a hundred pieces and then threw the pieces up in the air, that is what you would hear. In the distance, you see a figure. I move towards the figure. Figure. It's a two-year-old boy. I say, brother? Turns around and looks up at you. Does it look like me? Or well, my baby it's pictures? It's a little hard to tell because you haven't been two in a while, but yeah, it looks like you. It says, uh, hello? I say, hey, big, little, big, big, little, little brother. What's your name? I'm Moxiliar. You're Banrithal. I am. I pick him up. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. I say, uh, what is this tunnel? It says, it's where I live now. Is, is Mommy with you? Uh, not yet. Someday. Probably. 
she was supposed to come for me, but she didn't take me. I don't understand. She said she was going to save me. She didn't. Did you see her here? She came, and then she left. Take you where? Back to life. Are you sure about that? He nods. He says, what about you? How did you die? Uh, a demon killed me. I killed him back, though. Oh. So, count that as a loss, but almost worth it. Have you been waiting here the whole time? 38 years. Uh-huh. When she, when she came, I thought she was going to take me with her, but she didn't. I, I met a man who looked exactly like me, and I thought perhaps there had been some mistake. And you were alive, after all. And this man was my brother. His name was Sikkofactum. Do you know that name? No. I don't understand. Um, we can probably, go visit, Mom. It's probably can who we... she took. Do you think he, she took the wrong it, person? She must have. She, she took my body, but she didn't take me. Oh. Huh. So she put this man, Sikkofactum, in your body, and he's stolen it. He's he's in, well, a body much like mine. A twin, you might say. I think he stole your body. I mean, he didn't know it. Mom stole your body. Can, can, can she get it back? Can she bring my body back? Um, I want my body. I've been here a very long time. Well, I think your body's not in great shape. Like, there's probably better bodies <laughs> if we're picking. Um... I'm not sure what the plan is from here. Can you leave here? He shakes his head. What do you mean you can't leave here? How? Come on. I pick him up. I walk out. When you turn to go out, you don't see an exit. I walk through it's the wall. I walk white through the expanse all around you. There's no tunnel. Walked, There's no wall. I walked. Uh, wait a minute. Wasn't there a tunnel here a second ago? Says you this came is a two-year-old came from very far away, but now you're here. Well, okay. I go down. Is there a floor? No. Ugh, of course not. You're uh, still holding him, right? Yes. I put him down. Thank you for the hint. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> okay, well, you put him down. He says, uh, I don't know. What does he say? I don't know what he says. What do I see? When you put him down, nothing immediately changes. But you're pretty sure the tunnel's right behind you where it's been all along. Ah, and look behind me. Yeah, it's right there. Okay. I take off my shirt, and I tell him to hold on to one end. I'm holding one end of the shirt. He's holding the other. Does the tunnel stay there? Yeah, I guess so. Great. I, I go through the tunnel, holding onto the shirt. You see, he's still holding onto the other end of the shirt. He looks a little confused, like he's looking around for you and he doesn't see you, but he's still holding the shirt. See, I'm here. I'm going through the tunnel now, and you're coming with me. Keep holding on. I go through nice and slow. Back out. Are you, like, tugging him along behind you? Yeah. Okay, he sort of stumbles and 
walks in a very confused sort of way, but he's stumbling along behind you as you go down the tunnel. Wait, I don't. I don't You're think I great. can be here. No, this You're is wrong. You can do it. Where are we? We're not anywhere. We're going. We're going. I'm out. not anywhere. We're going to see mom. Mom, we're going to see mom. No. She'll put you back. She, she can't. I need a body. I need a body. We'll get a body. I can get bodies. Don't worry about it. Dan's here now. It's going to be okay. Come on. You reach the other end of the tunnel. He's still stumbling along behind you. We're almost there. We're going through. He looks terrified at the prospect. Uh, I hope this doesn't kill him. <laughs> uh, we're going through. You're going to be a big boy. Big, brave boy. Mom's going to be so proud of you. I'm right here. He's still having a hard time discerning where anything is, or he's having a hard time looking straight at you. But if you like, give the shirt a big tug or something, you can pull him out of the tunnel. If you do that, it might be very bad for him. Or it might not. I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to do it. Are you ready? I'm pulling in three, two, one, pull. All right. You pull him out into the soup of ghosts. He immediately starts wailing in horror. And you can see that, like, the edges of his form are starting to fray and come apart. Oh, oh no, I can't. I, There's too much. There's too many. Where am together. I? Hold this together. Hold together. I pull I'm away not from anything. Soup. Away from the soup. Away from the soup. Away from the soup as fast as I can. Okay, which way is away from the soup? Up. Up or is not up. actually away from the soup. Oh, the towers. Remember, yeah. Uh, I stick him inside of me, and okay. I use my mental strength to push the soup away, and I go, what, one direction. Whatever, however I got in, some direction. Outwards. Outwards, sure. yes. That's I fine. run. I like that. I think safely nestled inside of you, he can withstand the soup and <sighs> make it out the edge to where it's calm. <sighs> I, I tell him that he was brave and strong. He looks a little bit shell-shocked, but seems to be okay. Hmm. I wonder if I could get a little piece of the soup. This is going to be an experiment for later. If I could release all these ghosts... A ghost army. A mega ghost. If I could unbind the soup and release the mega ghost, I could destroy the city, which is now my goal. (laughs) Um, That's a good goal. um, (laughs) But first, I must bring my brother to my mom. And a body. I need a body, too. But bodies are easy. I can make those any day. I just have to think of someone I don't like. Maybe I get Scott's body. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's not being used. That's a good point. If only I knew that. Then my brother could be in Scott's body. Whoever Toad is, is in my brother's body. I'll be in Chris a body. In a... <laughs> Chris will be the only original body. <laughs> Colin will bring you back. Maybe, no, we'll put, Colin will put you in Chris. That'll solve everything. Jesus. <laughs> solve and then we crispy. We'll just get rid of Chris. <laughs> Chris can live in the mustache. Yeah. Or that. Already living in the mustache. Uh, well, anyway, let us switch focus now to who? 
voice trigger Baxter. Here can we do things in last time? Okay, let's switch focus to Oyster now. Is it party o'clock? Well, you're currently being confronted by a very bright light that is in your face. Okay, now before we start with that, we have more important things to discuss. Has my mustache <laughs> gone any awesome? Absolutely. Okay, where was it before? I don't know. It was good. It had whirls, and weren't they like something was going back over your shoulders or something? That seems entirely plausible. Okay. There are wafting tendrils of yellow and red that are spreading out from the whirls in all directions. Okay. To great big starbursts. Sounds good to me. Okay, quite important question number two. Is it party o'clock yet? Not yet. Cool. Now we can deal with your unimportant. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, now that I put on my sunglasses. Do you actually have sunglasses? I think only Sick has sunglasses. What? He specifically has sunglasses? Well, yeah, they're actually growing out of his face right now. It was a while ago. They were grafted into as, him. As sunglasses? Uh, it's reflective. It's reflecting the light away from my face. You know, kind of like how, like baseball players put the black stuff under their eyes. It's basically the same thing, but a mustache and more cosmic. Well, tell you what, if you want to stare <laughs> into the mustache, that's totally an option. But either that's inviting trouble, or else I'm just going to come up with a move for that right now. I'm not staring into the mustache. I'm just having the mustache shield me from a light source. Yeah, I don't know about that. Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> Isn't it kind of glowy? It is itself a light source. But it's like maybe it cancels out. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't. Well, it doesn't cancel out? Maybe in its cosmic, it's just more like a black hole. And it sucks in light. It's a dark energy. It curves have. the light just a little bit down, away from my eyes, in a very convenient manner. I think that's it. I like that. Now. That's how it will be. What were you doing in the documented district? I was I I don't know. <laughs> My notes say Pleck knows all his reputations and that's all I've got. Ple- who is Pleck? Six like second in command. Oh yeah, I went there and he like wasn't very nice. Okay. So you're saying I don't have sunglasses either. That is what I'm saying. And I can't use my mustache. I don't think so no. What else do people use to shield themselves from bright lights? Do I have like a welder's mask or eclipse glasses? Those would work. Conceivably, you could have regular sunglasses. If only there was a move for having something, Alan. Yeah. But instead of doing that move, I guess I'll just have to have something. Do I get my sunglasses? If you have something. Um, but what was, before we get too carried away here, what was the light actually doing? Being annoying, that's all it ever does. Shining in it. it was shining in your face. Trying to get me know? to fall into the murky God. depths, and I don't want to do that, because I went down there one time and it was way too scary. And I've got to host a party or I'll be killed. Again. Compelling reason not to go with it. Yeah. What would you do, follow a mysterious light or host a party? Huh? Because I would definitely follow a mysterious light because hosting a party seems <laughs> terrifying. Uh, but yeah, if you want to have sunglasses, you'll have to have something. Oh, I thought you said I don't have to do them all. No, you do, you do, you must. It is, it is inevitable. Okay. All right. 
and I'm getting a sated, and what I have is some sunglasses. Spiffy. Describe them. Yeah, they're just like the look, blue lenses. Blue. Oh, there could be the blue, the blue lenses. It could be mirrored lenses. Blue lenses. Blue lenses. The blue lenses. If that... Tote were here, he could describe it. I saw some one of his like blog posts was about the original sunglasses were like blue lens things. I don't I know. I missed. Oh, I missed this. It's definitely going to be those because those sound cool. Or you could go with the cosmic variant. No, I got enough facial cosmicness happening already. I want something subtle and restrained. So they're subtle and restrained and elegant. Possibly blue if we find this blog post. Also, they're very good at preventing against annoying light, so they're very dark. I look good in them now. That's what I'm trying to say here. All right, now that that has totally solved the problem of the annoying light, I go do whatever I was doing already. We don't know what it was. Uh, at this point in time, the light is in fact surrounding your head, but you can see just fine without it being a problem because of the it's sun. Surrounding light. my head, so it's like a, imagining like a globe that has encased my entire head of light. Yes. Do other people see the light, or am I the only one that sees the light? I think that at this point, other people are going to start noticing the light. Good party trick! Oh yeah. <laughs> It is kind of annoying, but that will be awesome. My house is gone. Your house is gone. Maybe it's come back? They don't look like these. I wouldn't count on it. Let's see. Subtle, restrained, elegant, blue. Well, they're certainly blue. They are kind of subtle in the sense that they're really small. Yeah. How have I not been reading Toad's blog? That's the real question. I think there isn't that much in it, is there? I mean, it's probably been quiet for a while. That's no excuse. For our podcast audience, you can find Tote's entire website at totehues.com. So there you are. You're walking along through Magbergen. You're wearing blue lens sunglasses. You're wearing giant cosmic mustache that is becoming increasingly elaborate. You have a globe of light (laughs) surrounding your head. Yes. Starting to get on towards evening. Yeah. You have a party in the not-too-distant future. Yep. What do you do? I don't know. Uh... I think the light is starting to draw some, uh, like, you're getting some stairs. Like good you stairs look, or You bad look kind of weird even by Magbrigan standards. I don't look that weird. I can't, you can't even see me. They have to look away. <laughs> I spend some time pretending to be a streetlight. <laughs> I mean, can I do? I just anything I can do to make the light stop. Like, if I put my hands in front of my eyes, does it like go away? Is it a physical go away? Thing to, like, I mean, punch it? can you punch it? It's kind of like in your head right now, so I don't know if I'd recommend that. It's in my head. Well, it's like coming out of your head, but that means the center is, I guess, in your head. Well, I don't want to punch my own head. I was sort of going to punch like near it. Like, presumably there's part of it that's outside my head. Yeah. I don't know if you can successfully punch a ghost. Even though you don't know what that's what it is. It doesn't help you punch it. So you can, like, your your fist goes whiffing through it and nothing really happens. And actually, you know what? It does seem to, like, deform a little bit at the edges when you wave your fist through it. Like you're having some kind of impact on it. Okay. 
You might be able to dislodge it if you did something bigger. But it's I don't want to do something bigger and like hit my head. The fair concern. Is there anything else I was trying to do? You were at the documented district for some reason or another. I forget why though. Don't know if I have good notes for that. You were gonna try and find sick maybe? Is that what you were doing? Possible. Were you you were inviting people? Is that where you were? Yeah, I figured you were inviting six to your party. Didn't I already invite people? Well, if not, that's what I need to go do. You already invited, like, most people, but you didn't invite, like, Sick and Baxter and Bam. Whatever subset of those people you intended to invite. I think that's what you were doing. But Sick is gone. And time is stopped in the... Well, where I guess. I don't know. Look, we don't know the state of the document district at all, right? Because it's it's in the time Toad's like affecting it when he comes out of stasis. Well, but multiple of you guys have already been there since Oh, really? That started. I mean, Oyster was just there and Baxter was there earlier. Okay, tell you what, Oyster. All of a sudden the light zooms away. Okay, does it zoom away in a particular manner or direction? Kind of northwestish, and it zooms away quickly, almost kind of petulantly. Like it's not really expecting you to follow it. It's maybe frustrated. Well, that seems fair, but I'm not going to follow it. It's fair. Dan, you're standing at the edge of the graveyard. The Link Boy's ghost shows up. Oh hey, I found Oyster, but he won't come. Ah, typical. <laughs> you know, I need a body. Oh, what do you mean you need a body? It was a joke, don't worry. Okay. Uh, I found my brother. He's still in you, right? Yeah. He can crawl out himself if he wants to walk out or whatever. He's hanging out in you for the moment. Link boy, this is my little brother. My little brother, this is Link boy. I totally know both of your names. (laughs) Your brother's Moxiliar. I... Don't even know where buried in my notes the Link Boy's name is. If he ever even had one, I'm not did sure he have one? I think he did. No, I feel like I was like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "I, I don't know." I've been thinking, Link Boy, and your power is truly incredible. The fact that the humans can see your light. I mean, fat lot of good it does. Well, we just need a better way to communicate. We could use your light if we could get one of those little stencils. You guys know those stencils that are like all the letters? There's like a piece of paper or a piece of plastic with like all the letters cut out. If you get one of those and just move your light around from letter to letter, or even just a normal, like large set of letters, ABCs, and we could light different letters, and then we could communicate messages to the humans. So, Dan's talking to the Link Boy and Oyster. What are you doing? Are you still just like walking around and nowhere I'm in not particular? Going or do you have any kind of Okay. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, I don't really know what else to do, um, obviously. So I don't know what to do. Oh, Link Boy, lead me to Oyster. Okay. Good. That sounds good. <laughs> Is that what you're going for? Because we can do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Link Boy leads you through the city to Oyster Python. Oyster, so what are you doing? So it leaves, and what do you do immediately? Go the other direction. 
No. Okay. <laughs> How are you like? You an asshole. <laughs> are you just like sauntering along down the street, or are you? Yeah, I would say that's right. Sauntering. What's it? Looking casual. What's it like right now in this part of the city? Awesome, because I'm here. Would you say you are going somewhere? No, I'm sauntering. You Doesn't really sound like he's then. going anywhere in particular. Well, he's yeah, going no somewhere. He doesn't know where the somewhere no, is. No, it's not. The it's move somewhere. is go. The move is go somewhere. <laughs> right, but you are going if the, somewhere. If the move was have <laughs> motion. Nowhere. I really You're don't think he's going, going anywhere. anywhere. If you had, I think the he's move just going. Was have motion. I agree, but that's not. <laughs> you have to go somewhere. Somewhere by the explicit destination, which I definitely don't have. So is it, like, crowded around you, or are you going down, like, back alleys? Are you... Um, I'm not going down back alleys, because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> but I am... It's, like, there's... It's always it's crowded, but, you know, there's people out. Okay. I invite some of them to my party. Okay. Just random passers-by. Is this, like, a poor part of town, or a rich part of town? It's kind of, you know, like, Maybe slightly above average wealth. Okay. Sounds nice enough. It's ni- Nice enough is almost the perfect description. You know what I think? I think there's people in hammocks. Okay. Like the street you're walking down right now, just for whatever reason, you just happen to be on the street of hammocks. Are there like any open All hammocks? along the hammock district. The it's kind of crowded. There's a lot of... There's a lot of people in hammocks. There's a lot of hammocks that are sort of like clearly spoken for because they're full of people's stuff. Are there open hammocks? Uh, yeah, there's, there's, you can probably find an open hammock. I take a break. Relax. Okay. Maybe have a brief nap. Who knows? Sounds great. Been a long day. It's going to be a long night. I got to be ready for it. Okay. So you're relaxing in a hammock. I'm relaxing in a hammock. And that's when uh, the Link Boy and Van <laughs> Yes. Fact, there is a billboard across the street. There's no facts in this game. Just another. But story. you can have something. I would like to have a billboard across the street. No, I can't. Me have too. I want to have my face. It. Oh, you can't have something. You're a ghost. Okay. I think you're just SOL. Sometimes it's hard being a ghost. It's really not. Sometimes it's I, easy being a ghost. Do you guys know what I did, by the way? I went somewhere. You know what happened? <laughs> Nothing. Because I don't have to do that anymore. Jesus, it's almost worth dying just for that. No, there's a there's an advancement you can take. Now that is a worthwhile advancement. Wait, really? Call. I thought it was an ungiven future. It might be ungiven future. I poke Chris. Nothing happens because I'm a ghost. Yeah. Wait, so I don't even notice? Well, oh, the, light's you, back. the light's back, yeah. I sigh in a depressed kind of manner and make sure my sunglasses are on. I stand between the link point and the light. Does it? Do I make a shadow? To an oyster in the light? Do you make yeah. A shadow? What are your ghost moves? They're, they like, they're all about like losing my humors. Oh yeah, there's that aspect to them, but let's see. Inspire terror, become tangible, impart knowledge, become visible, commit violence. So yeah, if you I'm want to cast a shadow, that counts as becoming visible, and if you want to poke him, that counts as becoming tangible. You can do those things. You'll just have to pay for it. They're so expensive. Yeah. It's, he's not worth it. <laughs> but in some ways, being a ghost is hard. 
Yeah. Can teach people the ritual needed to bind a soul to a body. Yeah. Souls know that ritual. I guess that explains something. Um, so where does Toad's soul know where it came from? Must not. Okay, well, I have a lot of phlegm. Let's see what phlegm gets you. That's the one for becoming visible. When I become visible, I can talk and stuff? No. Just, <laughs> Go I look at just... the... It's a little bit restricted. There's a couple options. So I just am a ragged vision of your mortal appearance. Unless you want to manifest as a ghastly phantasm of terror and violence. Ah, uh, sounds like fun. Dude, I am almost <laughs> down. Really sounds like fun. Like, as far as jokes go, uh, I slowly fade into existence, like, two inches from Chris's face, staring in his face. As a ghastly phantasm of terror and violence? Ah, uh, no. Okay. My mortal appearance, and I'm using a phlegm. All right. Missing an eye and all. So when was the last time I saw a band? What were we doing? So this last, incidentally, for like the equivalent of one scene or something like that, just so clear. When did you last see Ban? I feel like it's was probably it at been the courthouse. Years, yeah. The courthouse. What happened after the courthouse? Uh, you did, I, did I see him at the at Baxter. the arena where I got got kid chucking phlegm? No, doctor? no, he was he was already dead well before that. Were you no, at the, the battle where I was killed? Don't remember. I think that's true. I think I that's think where so. you last saw it. He what was, always was outside and then he left. He did his oyster <laughs> thing. <laughs> Guys, I'm not the lamest character ever. <laughs> well, hold on. So, Oyster was there at that scene, but then Baxter ran away and that's what led to the whole garden scene. Ban stayed behind and fought, and that's why he's dead. And did Oyster just, like, book it halfway through or something? Is that what you're telling me? Sounds entirely plausible, Bellet. He was, like, Good literally job. staring at that's Bob's big boomers, and he's like, nope, I'm not going in there. You know what? He made the right choice, to be clear. That's or maybe if we both <laughs> yeah. were there, we could have gotten a cannon. There's a reason I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there, and then it's... Oh no, you weren't even there. Wait, Oyster, you were. You got separated from Baxter before that even happened. That's what it was. Oh, you were just gone. I think is what happened. We all left the courtroom together. Scott was like dead on a trolley. I went oh, to get I, medics I went, to save Didn't him. I go to the guy with the scrolls? Yeah, my notes say Oyster was grabbed by the keeper of the times who was holding him over a pit. Yeah. He writes an apology on the back of his legal notes. <laughs> <laughs> he claims partial responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> What was I claiming partial responsibility for? I don't remember. <laughs> you had to replace the scroll, like you were apologizing. I think he claims partial responsibility pretty much sums up Oyster Python pretty well. Finds his way to Bob's big boomers, then leaves without seeing Ban. I was like dying in there. And <laughs> now it's like you hear gunshots, you hear cries of help, you hear yeah, cries you were, for help. Well, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to be fair, <laughs> that's a fair reaction. Uh, so the last time I guess that you saw Ban was at the courthouse. Oh. Yes. And then even then, he left before you did? Well, we all left together, I think. Well, there was sort of a kerfuffle. There was I a definite kerfuffle. Scott, like, blew the world up, and then God we... blew it up. Like, and that somehow got me off. I got, I got off, both of us. 
trial. Eldred asks Ban some useless questions about the fight between Zanzibar and Matilda and then suggests he be dismissed. Oyster asks Ban about Amadeus' party, which he answers in lengthy detail. <laughs> Ban poisons the ox. The ox dies, but the demons send him to undergo the process. Ban leaves, and Zanzibar and Eldred were busy. He goes to the document industry and stops to help Elmer flip. Ban leaves and Zanzibar and Eldred were busy. He goes to the documented district but stops to help Elmer flip. Elmer reveals he was attacked by the Black Bell guy and the monkeys at the Mandir. Ban tells Elmer that Dr. Luther is dead, but not why. Also, Ban took some peanuts on his way out. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the last time Oyster saw Ban was right before that. So I am not actually aware he has been killed. I don't think so, no. So I say... Oh, hi, Ben. You want to go to a party later? <laughs> Wait, it's clear I'm a ghost. I'm like ragged around the edge. Is it? Now. Is it clear? I think it's clear, uh, oh. but maybe not like immediately obvious. He's <laughs> translucent and ragged. You're wearing sunglasses. I don't know. I, I flop my head to one side and drag an arm across my neck in a Shake very dead expression. Yeah. Like in the, in the international side for I'm dead, damn it. Uh, have I seen any ghosts before? Do I believe in ghosts? <laughs> you do now. Don't be so sure. I don't know if you've seen any ghosts. Okay. You've I heard don't think you've seen any ghosts. Yell at me at Amadeus' party. Oh, that's true. But I don't think Oyster never really like Oyster was busy screwing around with the ox. Oh, was <laughs> that Oyster or someone else? No, that was um, that was Ban. Was that Ban? I was definitely up to something dumb and inconsequential. No, I think it was Oyster talked to the ox, but then the ox got assassinated. Ah, you might be right. Oh, yeah, yeah. That is what happened. And meanwhile, the whole Elitas thing was going on in the other room. So, Oyster, so no- you heard Elitas, but I don't think you ever, like, saw Elitas. This is my fo- first ghost experience. So. I think that's right. So first I say, hi, Ben. You want to go to a party later? Can I make the I'm dead gesture? Uh, you, you don't look well. You okay? Uh, I do the I'm dead gesture again. And I <laughs> kind of an exasperated look. So remind me, what, what is this I'm dead gesture? I don't, I, I don't quite understand what you mean. Um, I'm kind of picturing like, like a slitting of the throat and a tongue. Like a fake noose, maybe. Okay, no, I, I, I think I get it. Okay. I say, oh, you, you you lost your voice. That's too bad. Uh, well, maybe you should go rest. I don't eat, like, go to the doctor or something. Oh, uh, I passed through you. I seriously reevaluate my drink. <laughs> <laughs> I go underground. And I didn't I do, think like, it had class. been this bad. <laughs> I, I mean, like, every now and then, but, like. Like, I do the geez. hand coming out of the ground. And then I do the other hand, and then I claw myself out. And then I look at him, and I point to myself, and I make the dead gesture again. <laughs> and I give exasperated eyes. Do other people notice? Ban, are you manifesting just to Oyster or to everyone around you? Sure, why not, everybody? A lot of the also... people around are napping right now anyway. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're getting a couple funny looks from some of the other hammock dwellers. Good. I I also make a gesture, like I'm holding the light. 
like the light is just sitting there in the air, and I make a gesture like I'm holding it. Okay. Try and communicate that the light is me. Like you're you get it. It isn't okay. technically, but I say okay, ghost buddy, uh, walk with me, and we walk synchronously so the light moves with my hand. Okay. So this is your light then. I nod. Okay. Why? I, I um. It can come to the party too. I I nod. Good. We'll see you there. <laughs> I just for him to follow me. I'm not doing anything else. I, so you should sure not want to go to. You moon me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I flick you off. <laughs> I don't quite know why you're so upset with me. I didn't do anything. In sign language, I write "fuck you." Back to the sign. Do either of us know sign language? <laughs> Probably not. I might know like the letters. Some people know the letters. I don't know the letters, but. Well, you might know sign language. I just both of us probably don't know sign language. Maybe we do. That'd be cool. That'd be a good talent, a good skill to have. Yeah, it would. Especially for ghosts. Yeah, especially when you can't talk. So, uh, okay. I don't really need anything from him. He's pretty useless. (laughs) I guess I'll follow Ben a little ways, see where he goes. I don't even know I'm going to take him if he follows me. I mean, it was going to be to Oyster. Save me. I don't know where you are. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know where Toad is either. Toad's gone. I know that. Oh. I lead him to a billboard with lots of letters on it. I don't know if there are really a lot of billboards in Magbrigan. Ugh, any kind of sign. Might be some billboards. Where would there be billboards? A typesetter shop. Oh, that's a thought. Maybe you can use your ghost shirt to cover the light to make letters. Like... Project on the ground or something. Hmm. I can make my whole body the letters, maybe. Like YMCA. I think that's beyond your abilities. No, like, just make my arms up like a Y. Like, not physically change the shape of my body, just move it around, you know? Can't manifest yourself for too long visibly, either. Worth noting here. Well, I hope the sign is nearby. I like a typesetter shop. You can find a typesetter shop. But I think by the time you go there, and by the time you finish persuading Oyster to follow you, sounds like the real hard part. You'll only have time to impart one message. What do you mean? I can disappear. So I, I point to a letter, and then the the light lights it up. And I point to a letter, and the light lights it up. And hopefully, when I disappear, Chris will follow the light. Um, I say, I am about to disappear. The light will stay. The That's light will be. continue to light up letters like this. Okay. Are you your guardians? If I get there, I guess the light can keep going. So where are we right now? Have you done that? Or are you about to do that? You're in a typesetter shop. You're both in a typesetter shop. That's is what it, I'm doing. Is it open? We break in? It's open. Okay. It's still business hours. It smells very inky in the typesetter shop. And there's just these bins and bins and bins. Is it full of inky shadows, Nellid? Of letter. No. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so I do what I just said with lighting up letters. Okay. So you say you're going to disappear. But the light will stay. The light will stay. And we'll use it to communicate with you. Okay. I described to him that I would like a piece of paper with holes in it that are the shapes of the letters, and we can move the light to the holes to communicate. So I'm picturing 
oyster, you're standing in this typesetter shop. Yep. Uh, the ghost of Van has just faded away. He's just explained to you that he's going to use the letters to communicate with the light. The light starts moving around from bin to bin. And they're kind of spread out, so you kind of have to like follow it around the shop. Okay. Take off my sunglasses. Good good plan. And the light is moving kind of fast, so you kind of have to like jog about to keep up with it. See what I the jog different about. bins are. You hear a sound from the back of the shop as if the owner is on his way into the room with you. That's chill. Okay. So, Ben, what were you telling him? Uh, I forget. Something, Something about, about it. Oh, yeah. We should get a piece of paper with holes, like 27 holes for each letter, or one hole for each letter, or like a letter-shaped hole for each letter. And then we can... You can just hold a piece of paper still, and we'll move the light around behind the letters, and that'll light up the letters, and it'll make it easy to communicate. Okay. Uh, shall we go to your apartment and do that? Do you say that? In a way, yeah. Uh, that's going to be challenging. Apartment is sort of God. We can go to my apartment. So the shopkeep comes into the room. Okay. And he stares at you, Oyster. Well, I stare at him, so, you know. He like... has a tall yellow fez on, and he's wearing... Could it be some significant? He's wearing a bathrobe. Yeah. Well, not a maybe not a bathrobe. He's just wearing a robe. Any significant details that you're supposed to know from the past. Very important. Have um, I met this person before? No. Okay, good. I'm never entirely sure. Uh, oh, uh, hello, uh, Mr. Proprietor. Uh, yes. Can I help you? Yes, I'd like to buy a paper with letters on it. Do you like any alphabet? <laughs> he says, "Oh, yes, of course." Uh, I knew you would. A type sample, yes, we yeah. Carry I lots want of a those. type, a type sample, maybe several type samples. Certainly, certainly. Here, come with me. I'll take I... you to the the showroom. You have a showroom. Well, it's uh, what's well, this room then? Right, you know. This is the bin room. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Most people who come here already know what they want, but sometimes they don't. So I take them into the showroom to show them all of the different typesets we have. That must be very exciting for you. It is. It is the highlight of my day. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so he leads you to the other room. I feel like I get led around a little too much. You don't have to follow him. Oh, I follow him. Okay. Ben, what are you doing? You were probably in the middle of like spelling something out when this happened. Whatever we follow. He's halfway okay. halfway through trying to type something out. All right. How is the showroom? So there's just scrolls and scrolls and scrolls. Guy okay, said so there there. So there's like uh, what are those things with like the cubby holes? There's a cubby hole thing. Okay. Pigeon pigeon holes. Is that what they are? Don't know. Whatever. Little little boxes that are horizontal and have scrolls. In them. And there's like four or five different like furnitures of this. And he walks in and he lights a gas lamp and he says, uh, "Now then, now then, uh, what what sort of a thing were you looking for?" Paper with letters on it. I mean, I could do it myself, but I thought maybe you'd have something like that. 
I want like really scary letters. <laughs> he says, "Ah, scary letters." Yeah, it's like like imagine you're in a horror movie, but it was your life, and you're being followed around by annoying light and a ghost of someone who wasn't quite your friend, but at least someone you knew. Now you don't know. We were friends. We were. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> were we actually friends? Yeah, I don't know about like, that. Were I feel you? like I have no, don't really, maybe Scott, but definitely not you or Tote. In the first scene we played thing? together, we were like going to be friends. We were like going to talk to blah blah together, beside oh, yeah. us, because yeah, we were true. friends. Oh, and in huh? the flashback, you had, you were like buddies because Oyster was like, I guess we yeah, had to do whatever you know, we it was. Drifted away did. as it goes. <laughs> uh, yes. I suppose. So I start, you know, yeah, scary letters. Like, you know, if you were dealing with a ghost of your good friend who now you're not so close to anymore. But even you were like that even before we died. Something just for that, you know what I mean? Also, maybe you have to be at a party soon. You don't have a ton of time. <laughs> that, that kind of fun. Oh, well, that's very specific. But I say oh, I don't know. Uh... Also, it should go well with my mustache. Oh, that would be a real challenge. <laughs> well, that's why possibly it's so go professional. Such a oh, I've been drawing you and I forgot mustache. your mustache. Wait a minute, this is really important. Describe your mustache really again. Natalie, describe my mustache. No, describe your own mustache. Uh, I don't know, it's very colorful. <laughs> Some part of it goes to my shoulders, apparently. There's wisps or something. Swirls and stuff, yeah. There's swirls. If you can imagine it, it's probably involved. <laughs> Oyster, do you have anything at waxing? Almost certainly. Let's find out. Oh, now <laughs> Yes, I have many things. Nearly everything is at waxing. Okay. Beautiful. But, yeah. So, so he is going through his drawers, going, Ah, yes, a complicated request, but I think I have just the thing. Just the thing. Yes, indeed. In here somewhere, I think. Ah, I know. Oh, Jay. All right, hold on, just a moment. Uh, and that's when you hear the shop door bell ring behind you. It's not my shop, but I look around anyway to make sure it's not an enemy or a ghost. Well, it's not a ghost. It's the wind. Is it a demon? It is a demon. Is it one I know? Oh. Uh, is it one you know? What demons do you know? No, it, that, that's not even fair. <laughs> Amadeus, some other ones. <laughs> Amadeus and some other ones, huh? They come periodically. The keeper of the times. Charles, you know Charles. No, Charles. <laughs> Do you remember who Charles is? I remember someone was named Charles. Charles, I think, was actually on pretty good terms with you. Yeah, He's the help. one who like helped you get smuggled into the. Yes, Charles is bro. Is it Charles? No, didn't think so. Who is it, Alan? Well, I know who it is, but I don't think it's a demon you've ever met. Thank God. Great. Anyway, they walk into the room. And he walks into <laughs> demons or he's. He walks into the room and sniffs the air and looks right at you. And you know what? Ban is here too. And Ban does know who this demon is. Kill him. I might not be joking. <laughs> Tell me who it is and I might kill him. 
it's Matilda. I forget. <laughs> Do I want to kill him? Did he once try and kill me? Or was he the guy I made a deal with? Matilda He's was the guy you I made a Matilda, deal with. Ray, don't Do I? you know Matilda? You might know Matilda, actually. I've forgotten. I, the you name do. is super familiar. Wait, wasn't he killed at That's... an improper time of day? Um, oh. yeah. That is correct. Wait, was he the one that was... He was in the, the trial first... about... Hold on, you both said things at once. Was he the first one I made a deal with, or the one who stood up to fill the role after the first one I made the deal with was killed? I think it was more complicated than that, but, um... The latter. First one you made a deal with was Manfred. Matilda is the one who was following you around for a little while. Okay. And then fought with Zanzibar. And then supposedly Zanzibar killed Matilda. And that's what the trial was over? That's what the whole trial was about? That was a... It wasn't the whole trial, but it was a key component of the trial, yes. And now here's Matilda. in, In the shop with you. And we're switching to Baxter. So where are you? You are currently being carried by your sister. You are currently in an arm. Actually, you're not being carried by her. Here's what's happening. You're in the basement with your sister. You are indeed an arm. You are currently in a wicker basket that is tied shut with a piece of twine. There are some small holes in the basket. How do you perceive things as an arm? Did we already go over this? Uh, Like a snake. And I can see through. Oh yeah, you can eyes see through something. Yeah, I can't remember. Seal's eyes. The seal last we saw was in your body, right? Yeah, his back is to me. He's sitting at the table, but he is control of my body. So what you felt was your sister carrying you out of the room, and you felt her put you in a wicker basket. You felt the wicker against her skin. You still feel that. You're still in the basket. She carried you somewhere. You made a, Maybe you went down some stairs from the feel of it. You're somewhere very cool. Spoiler alert, it is the basement. But what you see still is Lucille in his office's point of view. Your body's point of view. Is it your body's point of view? Is that Lucille's in your body, but you see through your body. I have like a dim vision through my own body. Yeah. In your body is in the same room where this all went down and his body is lying against the wall and he's currently examining your body with intrigued curiosity he's kind of trying to nibble on do you have any arms left he's nibbling on something he's nibbling on your knee not like hard just sort of i do have a broken arm my left arm is just totally broken. Of, of curiosity i think he's nibbling on your knee anyway uh, what's Ghost Arm doing? Can I do anything with that? Yeah, maybe you can. Do you? Uh, yeah, I'd like to, as he's, like, crouched over me, past my Ghost Arm, if I can raise it into his chest and shoulder and try and, like, attack his heart or vital organs. Okay, does that mean the vital organs of your own body? Or of the discarded demon body that's currently just lying against the wall? So Lucille is not, he's just left his body. He's not Lucille going is currently in your body. So Lucille's physical body isn't near my physical body. I mean, they're in the same room. They're not very close. 
I guess I want to try, with the ghost arm, take control of it, and use the horseshoe to, like, break the floor. You're using the ghost arm to do what? To take control of... The horseshoe. The horseshoe. Sapphire horseshoe. Where is the horseshoe right now? I think the horseshoe is currently lying on the ground. The seal in your body is yet to interact with it. I guess all I can think... The only other thing I can think of do is maybe try and possess my sister. As far as you know, she is not a demon. Uh, Is she even in the room, or did she stay down in the basement, actually? Well, you are technically in the basement, even though your body isn't. Because you're in the demon arm, and the demon arm is in the basement. You just can't see anything that isn't from the perspective of your actual body. I guess I try and psychically communicate with Pusil somehow. Oh, I can read him. Can you? That's one of my moves, yeah. While he's possessing me. Well, I think you have to... Oh, oh, oh. And I get like a... I think the move helps me or something. That move? Let me see the... Is that what's happening now? Sure. I think this counts. Sure. Sweet. So... So, yeah. I can read him, but I spend... Or I'd use Orgone instead. Is that what it is? Yeah. That's a different move that you use Orgone, but it is reflected in this move, apparently. You have lost control of your entire body. Your Orgone counts to be one higher than it is for the sake of the game. Ah, uh, nice. So I am... So, yeah, that totally applies here. Definitely lost control of your body. That'll put me at waxing. And yeah, I'll read Lucille. Alright. I'll draw a card. Draw to plus discard on Sated. Hold three. On waxing, hold one. While you're interacting with them, spend your hold to ask their player questions one for one. You could just like go right ahead and ask. Since technically, you're not really interacting with them right now. Hmm... I guess I'll just stay at waxing and just ask one. I guess, how could I get your character to relinquish mental control over Baxter Crixus's body? Hmm. Right now, he seems very um, curious about your body. He probably won't want to stay in it once his curiosity is satisfied. I guess as the arm, I start spasming out. Try and tip over the basket. Alright. Is there a move? I don't think there is that covers that. Yeah, it's pretty pointless. Can't do much as an arm in a basket. I don't think you're really... Do you think you're inviting trouble? Probably not. Not any more trouble than I'm already in. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Alright. So you rock about in the basket. It lurches and you feel it topple off the table that it's on. And then it hits the ground. You might actually be able to make a getaway as the arm, but the problem is you're operating totally blind. You don't know what's going on around you. So if you try to do anything without a better sense of what's around you, you're inviting trouble. Yeah, I'll try and break free. Poke right. my way through the top, invite trouble. Cool. Go ahead and invite it. So I'm already at balanced. It's nice. And I'll discard a double green and be sated. And that will dock me one yellow and reset me to balance in yellow bile. Alright, one yellow bile. Do you even have any more yellow bile? 
No advances. I just need the PC. One PC from yellow and black, I think, and probably green. I don't know. I think I need a lot of them <laughs> before I get an ungiven future. I definitely have all the MC advancements. All right. From yellow. So yeah, you find a hole in the basket that you can claw your way out of it start like scurrying across the floor I pop out and sort of like wiggle on the cold damp cellar floor and sort of like see if there's incline and try and go up if there is okay as you're squirming your way across the floor you feel vibrations from approaching footsteps uh where they're approaching from? from oh yeah behind you whatever that means can I scurry to the wall and climb up to the ceiling Scurry to the wall and climb up to the ceiling. Uh, that sounds hard. Maybe doable, but you don't really know where the closest wall is. You don't really know where anything is, other than the footsteps. So if you can figure out where the wall is, then maybe we can do that. Mm, I kind of want to like snap my finger and use echolocation, but I don't want the footsteps to hear me. For what it's worth, it's not clear if the footsteps owner has noticed anything amiss or not, but if it is Isabella, she probably won't take long to figure out that the basket fell down. So you are in, at best, imminent danger of being discovered. I guess I'll dash back towards the table that I was on. Okay. Try and crawl up and cling under to the underside of that. Nice, I like that. All right. Um, you do that. You are hiding under the table. Footsteps come closer. They stop. You feel the vibrations of someone bending down, picking up the basket, examining it. And then the footsteps start pacing around the room as if they're hunting for you. Do I have, like, a sense of where the, like, what door they came through? Like, where the door is now? How do you judge that? They didn't have to open, like crossing the threshold onto different material and make a different sound when they're walking. I don't know. Okay. I guess I'm just trying to figure out if you are reading, what's not what it's called, sizing up danger. No, I, uh, I don't want to do that. Okay. I, well, I guess I could figure out an escape route, but... It's going to be pretty tough as a blind arm. I guess I'll just have patience and try and wait. Okay. So there you are under the table, waiting as a demon arm, having to deal with the completely incongruous visual sense of seeing out through your own body's eyes, like three flights up in an office that's nowhere near where you currently are. Footsteps are stalking around the room. Occasionally they stop and start up again. And they're coming closer. They're coming closer. And that's where we'll end the session. <laughs>